Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Horticulture Week editor Matthew Appleby, and welcome to the new Horticulture Week podcast produced in association with ICL. Today, I'm with ICL Technical Manager, UK and Ireland, Andrew Wilson. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Matthew. And with Essex and Home Counties Technical Area Sales Manager, Sam Rivers. Hi there, Sam. Hi, Matthew. And Professional Horticulture Technical Area Sales Manager South, Stephen Chapman. Hi, Steve. Hi, Matthew. Hi there, all three of you. And today we're going to talk about everything relating to water quality in plant health. But to kick off, Steve, you're fairly new at ICL and this is your podcast debut here. Um, so what was your background before you joined ICL? Yeah, so been at ICL now for um, three and a half years. I was very fortunate to grow up in a horticultural family. My 96-year-old grandmother is still a very keen and active gardener. Um, but it was, in fact, my father's footsteps that I followed into commercial horticulture, growing nursery stock plants on a nursery in Kent. Um, so that's where I learned about propagation, potting, field-grown crops, etc. And later got involved with crop protection products, growing medium fertilisers as I become production manager at the 125-acre site. Ah, that's a very useful background. And it's obviously a lifelong passion for the family. Now, to get stuck into it, we're going to first talk about water quality and um, start off with Steve. So how important is water quality? Yeah, water quality is absolutely paramount. Um, it's the only thing that in summer months you will apply to your crops every day without fail. And if it's not right, it can cause serious problems. Um, clearly, if you've got field grown crops that you may only need to water three or four times during the summer months, then water quality will have little effect. 
and is less important. But as soon as you get to a young plant stage where you have young seedlings or propagated stock with very young and sensitive roots, then a water of poor quality can have some serious and detrimental effects to plant health with the same three or four waterings. Okay. Um, Sam, how, how do growers go about getting their water quality tested? Typically, anyone who wants their water tested, they can give us a call at ICL and we will arrange a visit to any nursery. Um, when we're there, we'll, we'll typically ask questions about the irrigation source uh, and the period they're using it. Um, this helps us forward plan about the recommendations that we can make once the sample returns. You know, for example, uh, rainwater is typically classed as soft water. Uh, and we look at things like the geographic location as well, which can be a good indicator of water type. So where I'm based in Essex, it's predominantly hard water. Uh, but as you go over to the southwest of the country, you typically find soft water. Uh, so we have this discussion with, with the customers. Um, and then we take a, a relatively small sample. And we clearly label it so we know where it's, where it's come from. And then we send it off for analysis. And we use one of the biggest independent labs in the UK. Um, so all samples are analyzed to uh, recognize standards for competence. And this ensures uh, accurate results. And it generally takes up to two weeks before we receive the results back. And we can then give a, a detailed report of the sample, highlight any areas of concern, uh, and the grower can obviously keep this for their records going forward. And then we also can schedule regular testing throughout the year, uh, you know, depending on the time of year the nursery is using that irrigation source, but especially if there's, uh, you know, the timing of the year, particularly if it's spring or autumn, uh, the water can, depending on the water type, be subject to change. Um, and we generally make those plans with the grower and keep them in the loop as we go through the year. Great. Um, finally, on water quality, Andrew, how do you interpret the analysis? The results will come back from the lab and, and obviously we, we look at the various values and we'll compare them to target values and ranges. And, and typically the things we're looking at are the pH, the alkalinity, the conductivity, and then the levels of the various dissolved nutrients within the water. The key thing most people look at is the pH and that can have a, you know, a key effect on, on how much of the nutrients are available. And if the water is getting close to seven, lots of the trace elements are unavailable. Um, but more important than that is the alkalinity and we look at that um, as Sam mentioned hard and soft water so if we see the alkalinity above 150 we know the water is pretty hard and then we're likely to get deposits in the pipe work and on the and on the leaves of the plants but it can also drive up the pH so this is quite important. Um, conductivity is another thing that we look at quite closely um, it's, it's a measure really of the dissolved nutrients in the water and, and the more nutrients you know, the more salty it is to plants. So if you're growing young plants, you want a low conductivity. Um, but the, the harder the water, the, the, the more things tend to be dissolved. And they can be things like calcium and magnesium, but also they could be chloride and, and sodium, which could be damaging to plants. And, and the final thing we check is the levels of the trace elements. So some things like boron or iron, you know, at high levels, you know, they can be harmful. Now we're going to go on to looking about how you would create a robust feed plan. So, Steve, what considerations should be made when you're creating a feed plan like that? So know what the crop needs are. Um, different plants will require different amounts of nutrients. Hedging type crops, for example, will need lots of nitrogen to feed all the leaves and the groves that the grower will want, whereas a herbaceous crop 
will need less nitrogen and a focus on potassium for flowers is far more important. Um, otherwise, if you get it wrong, you could end up with some stretched herbaceous crops or indeed shorter hedging plants than you will require. Um, and sometimes people look at hard water and think that they need to acidify it, for example, um, to bring the bicarbonate levels down. But on short term autumn bedding crops, that hard water may well be your friend um, as it will contain lots of calcium and plants like primulas can show calcium deficiency. So get to grips with the pros and cons of your water and then think about what the plant needs so they can be best matched. Andrew, um, I know ICL has uh, something called Angular Web. So how can Angular Web help create plans for growers? We just launched the third version of Angular Web, Angular Web 3. And all these tests and analysis you do can seem very complicated. And is what it does, it gives you an overall picture of the plant's nutritional demands. And then we look at the water and, and the fertilizers applied, and then we, we match them to the plant. And, and it's quite useful when you put your water source in, um, if you put soft water in, you can then highlight that it is quite low in calcium and magnesium. And then using our skills with the fertilizers, you know, we can match that to ensure that we apply more calcium and magnesium. And we can look at all the growth stages through from the vegetative growth at the start through to the flowering and sale. And then we can advise on whether you're using Osmocote um, controlled release fertilizer or water soluble fertilizers or a combination of the two. And, and the real strength here is that you can review the crop before you grow it. So you can look at potential problems and overcome them so that you don't make mistakes and get deficiencies. And Sam, finally on feed plans, uh, what are the management considerations? I think Steve and Andrew have pretty much hit home there by saying, you know, timing and understanding of, of plant growth is, is key to maximising performance. So for some outdoor crops that need overwintering, we wouldn't recommend a high nitrogen feed as you know, that will make the plant put on a, a load of soft growth. And as soon as that first frost hits, you know, it will damage the plant. And this is where we where we look at the, the feeding plans and we can mitigate these stresses that the plant might encounter. Uh, you know, so for autumn, we might just say, uh, you know, use a higher potassium fertilizer to help harden the plant off for the autumn winter period. Uh, and these recommendations uh, will also change depending on the situation of the plants grown. Uh, you know, heated glass houses uh, won't need protecting from frost. Uh, so we can eliminate those factors from our recommendations. Like, like Steve and Andrew said, we, we look very closely at the crop cycle. You know, what stage the plant is at? Is it in its vegetative stage or is it fit in its finishing stage? You know, the duration of, of the, the production of the plant. Um, different plant stages have different nutritional requirements and we like to map nutrition with plant demand and, and that's where Angela Web comes in it helps growers get, get a really good uh, insight of that and then we look at all these factors and the crops grown and, and this just helps us build those robust feed plans uh, for individual nurseries. For the next area we're going to look at wetting agents so I'm going to ask Andrew what are wetting agents and why are they important? Well, wetting agents, you know, when we're talking about growing media, are really surfactants um, and they act on the surfaces between water and growing media particles. Um, and we're increasingly using barks, coirs and, and wood fibres, which are naturally quite repellent to water. So in, in essence, wetting agents spread out the water, um, ensuring that the growing media is fully wetted up. And we find this is increasingly important in, in, in the first watering. Um, you know, water is quite efficient at finding the easiest path through a growing media. And when you first water, it can just pour straight through the pot. 
So this is where you know wetting agents come in um, and they spread the water out and ensure that the whole pot wets up. This can really improve the establishment of, of young plants. Um, but where it, where it really comes in is um, the wetting agent we use is H2Grow. Um, and this is different than most wetting agents because it, it's a long-term wetting agent. Um, it, it has long chains um, that steadily break down with the constant wetting and drying cycles. Um, and, and the longer the crop, the more important this is. And it just, just means that, you know, in three or four months time, the wetting agent is still working and, and ensuring that the water is spread throughout the pot. And efficient wetting agents, you know, will improve nutrient uptake, um, they'll reduce leaching, and they'll encourage even rooting th throughout the pot. Um, and that's key. Okay, thanks, Andrew. Steve, how would you use um, these wetting agents in conjunction with nutrition plans? Yeah, this is a really important one. Um, as many people overlook once they have added their feed into their water, that the wastage of water can be costly. So by adding a wetting agent in when you are feeding can really help make the feed get into the growing media where it will be needed by the roots. As I'm sure everyone has spent ages trying to wet up growing media once it has dried back. But whilst you're doing so, you'll be wasting feed, time, water, and in the end costing more than the price of a wetting agent. Just uh, going on to the um, final area, we're going to summarise um, what we've been talking about today with uh, water quality. So going back to Steve again, what, what's your take home message from what we've been discussing today? Yeah, this is quite a simple one. And I'd say if you're applying water, then there's more than likely a use for applying a wetting agent um, as well. So whether that's misting freshly struck cuttings, feeding with a water soluble fertilizer, watering plugs before potting or at a pre-dispatch watering. Um, so if you are applying water, then think about adding a wetting agent. Um, Andrew, have you got any takeaway points to consider? I think, you know, growing plants and, you know, plant health and quality, it's all about the detail. And anything that you can do, like using wetting agents and get, getting an accurate feeding plan can really improve the, the quality of plants. But I think, you know, optimal watering is, is the key. And if you overwater, you tend to get more leaching and more plant disease. So that's the key to it all, water. Brilliant. And finally, Sam, what's what's your take? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big advocate of technology and how it can help us improve our lives and, and take a lot of the guesswork out. So, you know, my recommendation is, is, you know, to get us at ICL to come visit your nursery. You know, we'll look at what you're doing. We'll, we'll take those water samples. And we can utilize, uh, you know, powerful technology such as Angela Web uh, to help you get the most out of your plants. Brilliant. Well, thanks a lot for listening to the Horticulture Week podcast in association with ICL today. I'm Matthew Appleby and thanks to Sam, Steve and Andrew from ICL for their insights into water quality on plant health. Thanks. Cheers. Thank you. Make sure you never miss a Horticulture Week podcast. Subscribe to or follow week podcast via apple itunes spotify or google podcasts and once again thank you and goodbye till the next time even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.